Welcome to Using Your Power. I'm David Anjouib, and joining me as always is... Maveen Cora. Hey, Maveen, how are you doing? I'm doing good today, David. How are you? I'm pretty well. A little bit tired. I had to stay up late last night to fix my computer. I was getting the blue screen of death in Windows 10, which... (laughs) Who knew? It exists on Windows 10 and Windows 8 as well, (laughs) so... So what did you do to fix your problem? Well, I had to uninstall some stuff. Basically, I tried a bunch of different things, and then the computer was like, we're now reverting to an older version, or like undoing your changes. I actually said that on the screen. It says undoing your changes. And then it kind of started working, and then I just immediately uninstalled everything that was installed like this month on the computer to avoid any further complications with with the blue screen of death so right so did you end up uh reinstalling all the programs that you had to uninstall no no not really because they were mostly just updates or like because i was working remotely for a bit kind of ties in with our subject today but i was working remotely out in okotoks i live in calgary or we both live in calgary and so i had like you know go to my pc installed on on the computer so that i could access the the files and and my computer remotely if i needed to Right on. Yeah. You're like uh, a tech genius from uh, just being able to do something like that, eh? <laughs> yeah, you kind of feel that way. Like it's not the hardest thing to do these days, but I'm sure like when Tim Ferriss was starting to talk about it in like 2007, it would have been a different issue. Absolutely. Yeah. I just want to touch on real quick because I think our last episode was on community. You know, my part might have come across a little bit negative, but that's just one of the realities of doing a show like this. Like we're touching on so many different things about life and we just never know what's going to come out, like what skeletons are in our closet. But, you know, I heard Seth Godin say something really interesting the other day, which was stop keeping track of everything that's gone wrong and start keeping track of the things that have gone right. Yeah, and, I agree with that. Statement. Yeah, but I guess that's just it's it's one of the hazards of, of working on a podcast like this, where you know, there's a broad range of topics, and some of them might be sensitive issues. So, I'm not apologizing for being negative. I'm just saying, you know, this is kind of the reality of the show, and as we continue on, there's going to be a lot of stuff that probably comes up. You know, um, David, even you know your feelings at that point in time. The nice thing about it is you still have the opportunity to keep learning. That's right. right? So as you know, you I know you're a part of a couple of different communities, and as you keep learning and growing within those communities, your viewpoints may change or and probably will change. Right, as you start um, seeing you know the results that you're looking for as well. I think so too, and then we get to talk about it in the future. But we got some really exciting topics coming up. And today's is actually a fairly evergreen topic. It's never not going to be important in our lives, I think. And it's rest. And sure, we might find some kind of technology that allows us to, like, uh, you know, get uh, four hours of sleep in 10 minutes or something crazy like this. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But, like, for now, where we are in, in, in this particular time, I think, you know, if you don't have some rest allocated, in your in your day and in your life on a daily basis then you might be doing you might be overdoing something you're right you know and some of the things that uh, i know we're going to talk about are trying to bring things out that not everybody is talking about out there yeah i know there's some of the easier stuff to talk about like go to sleep early yeah get up a little later you know just easy stuff like that but you know we want to really try to bring about uh things to talk about that not everybody is necessarily talking about or even doing potentially yeah yeah exactly my my first point might actually surprise you i wanted to touch briefly on the phenomenon of hustle (laughs) because so many people out there are hustling and grinding with this entrepreneurial culture it's become all the more popular to kind of pull off your 15 16 17 hour days and then like wear like a badge of honor and we see that a lot here in calgary too where it's like part of it i think is just there's nothing else to do people just (laughs) want to like work a lot right you know have you noticed that movie well it's either work a lot or they uh, go out a lot one or the other yeah okay so it's like there's probably some part out there too like any other city right some people just want to go on the weekends have a drink with their buds i get that and that's kind of that's actually a form of rest too in a way absolutely depending on on, on the nature of the get-together i think you've uh, you just started reading off my points <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> now i'm just stepping on all your stuff which is funny yeah so this this whole thing of hustles like you're completely 
unbalanced and you know unbalanced is something i think maveen and i understand well because of network marketing and how the things that we were taught it's like you know you can if if you want to be excellent in something that you care about like business or basketball or 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 you know, golfing, which by the way, I don't think all these things actually connect <laughs> the way that we think they do. You know, if you want to be excellent in business, it's a very different thing than excellence in, in sports. Uh, they're both mental. So there is that aspect to it, but they're not necessarily both physical. And that's a very, you know, interesting contrast between those, those two disciplines or even creativity. It's like, it's a lot of, meticulous work with your hands sometimes like if you're painting or drawing also a fairly different exercise an entrepreneur might be like writing a bunch of stuff down but the the point being that like i could totally accept if somebody was you know seeing a goal in sight that they wanted to reach and therefore they're sacrificing some sleep and some rest in order to achieve it that I get like let's say for example uh, you're making a hundred thousand in your career and you have a side business and you're like I see that goal in sight I can make a hundred thousand dollars of of profit in my business in the next two months so I'm just gonna work a few extra hours to make that happen in the next two months that's awesome and I've even had people say to me like some people who've bought my products you know I don't think we know what we're truly capable of. And I agree with that statement. It's just, it's just more so like I wrote a blog post about it. It's called crash the car. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, see how fast you can go. That's awesome. You know, but I tried that and here's kind of the story of what happened to me, which was that I started getting up at 6 a.m. every morning. That in itself is not a bad discipline. And if that's you or if you're saying, you know, I'm getting up at 4 every morning. Awesome. Good for you. You know, we're going to cheer you on. And there might be good reason why you're getting up at 4 every morning as opposed to 6 or 7 or whenever civilized people get up. <laughs> just, to, just to kind of say, too, you know, if someone is getting up at 4 o'clock, David, one of the things I do realize, the the reason people get up for, if it's not just to go to work, but sometimes it is to get up early just to meditate. Because yes. even after a period of sleep and, and that rest during the sleep, uh, getting up and meditating allows you to now rest your mind and really use that um, time from sleeping to really think about all the things that in your day before you start the hustle of your day of your 16 hour day that we're talking about right yeah um, so that can really help guide your guide your hustle for the day as well just by getting up a little earlier than that six o'clock time and you know not saying that you need to get up two hours and meditate for two hours no. but even if it's just 15 minutes early um, but even just to do something like that I couldn't agree more and that's actually kind of related to where I'm going with this so I got into that discipline of, of being up at six every morning in in a new year i want to say yeah i think it was 2008 so that's now about eight years ago so i started doing that and there's a few things i wasn't doing one is like i wasn't really watching my diet i wasn't really exercising i wasn't really meditating and i probably wasn't even like resting to the degree that i should have so like no matter how much sleep i got the night before i was still getting up at six every day and you know where that landed me with an anxiety disorder within two months of doing that and i think that's something that could easily happen to somebody who is sensitive but also anybody who's doing these 17 18 hour days for for you know days on end or months on end have you, have you heard that uh, statement, David? Uh, I think it kind of goes with what you just said. Um, rest when you're when you're dead, or sleep when you're dead. Yeah. You know, is is it that type of um, concept? What, what you're talking about? It, it is kind of like that. Yeah, some people do totally adopt that mentality, and I think what ultimately happens is you're you're pretty much just digging yourself an early grave and if that's okay with you like you know you're okay with dying at 40 or 50 (laughs) (laughs) not living out your life to the fullest or to the extent that you could be like you're interested in outworking but not outlasting others then maybe that's a choice that that's to your benefit so you know it took me probably a good six months just to uh recover from from the basics of that anxiety disorder and some of the symptoms and and some of the ill effects of that was that worth it no because i basically lost six months right, right of my life to recovery 
Uh, and that's the same thing that could happen to you. It's like if you had a heart attack, well, recovery is now the rest of your life because now you have to watch every single thing you eat. Now you have to exercise all the time. And you might even have to start taking drugs, <laughs> depending on their efficacy and how uh, you know valuable it is to do that. So those were some of my thoughts on you know the common attitude of that's out there right now around around hustling and grinding and doing everything you can in your power it's it's a fairly popular thought in the entrepreneurial space and you know most studies and and science points to the fact that people that do that kind of just die early right i know well i do agree with you uh david on the hustle part right you know i think a lot of our listeners out there are out there uh, hustling, you know, in their own business or at work, trying to make something of themselves, staying after work, staying overtime, going in early, you know, doing what it takes uh, to be a success in whatever ventures they have. Um, you know, I think we're kind of taught that right from, you know, uh, even as a kid in sports, we're taught to put in the time and keep getting better. So I know just yeah. kind of uh, connecting a little bit of what you were saying earlier with the different disciplines, you know, it is definitely uh, a different discipline to be um, a basketball player getting in there and practicing. But it's the same thing as hustling to be uh, an entrepreneur and business owner, right? You got to get up and practice. And it's just a different type of practice, of course. Uh, but the practice is, is still got the same type of concept where you are going out there day in day out putting in the time putting in the effort putting in the work to to hopefully see the results on game day which you know uh in football for example on sundays that's your game day typically you know you're, you're doing all the work monday to saturday to get ready for that that big uh, big game yeah and there's also those like inspirational videos that basically say like you'll have success when it's more important than anything else in your life including sleep including rest including you know, it, your basic enjoyment in life, <laughs> which that, that kind of makes me laugh. And I don't think those are like motivating really <laughs> when it comes right down to it. Like that's really bad motivation. I think they're, they're very temporary motivation too, right? Yes. I mean, as soon as I hear one of those motivation videos, I want to get up and I want to get going and I want to turn it off and I want to just start putting my effort into the things I want to do. But again, if that motivation is temporarily and it's not within yourself, uh, then that external motivation is really not going to push you daily. And then you got to listen to those daily motivational videos to get hyped up just to, exactly. to get, you know, go on that up and then come right back on that down of the roller coaster and then come right back up the next day, listen to a different video or listen to a different audio, right? So it is trying to find that motivation within yourself and finding that reason to continue to hustle uh, day in, day out and finding even ways to rest in between that hustle as well, right? Because that is definitely important. You can't yeah, go 17 so. hours or 16 hours in a day and then hope that, you know, you're making the best decisions with the right mind as well because your mind will get tired if your body doesn't get tired yeah exactly and no i don't want to dwell on the point i just think like consistency and scheduling your daily life that's probably the best tools you have as an adult with an ambition and if you don't utilize those well then you end up in a situation where i gotta do 16 hours today man because like you know last two days have been slacking well you should have been consistent and you should have just read done your reading your half an hour of reading daily or whatever it is you should have done your two hours of writing or whatever it is and you should have done your meeting on yesterday because like you know now today you're gonna have to pull multiple meetings and that actually steals your productive time i'm just saying that as an example <laughs> but absolutely um you know the next thing i had was reading just kind of what you just said as a as a way to rest mm. uh you know i think a lot of people these days are reading not only online but reading their physical books and magazines and reading articles uh you know in just many different places and on many different websites um i think finding what you enjoy reading uh, you know, not only just your business articles that, that may be part of the industry that you're in, yeah. but also finding things that are part of your hobby. You know, if it's on music or if it's in, in uh, even if it's in botany and flowers or, or whatever you're interested in, really just finding topics that, um, 
you know, you're very interested in wanting to learn something, but finding a way of using that reading as a way to relax as well. You know, um, I think a lot of times you're right. You said earlier, you know, putting that 20 minutes or 30 minutes of reading, you know, when you're trying to relax, I don't think there should be some sort of time limit to what you're doing. Yeah. You know, that just kind of sounds to me like you're hustling and you're yeah, just trying exactly. to get that work in just to get it out of the way. You know, I think the reading really needs to be used as a form of relaxation uh you know and and there's different places you can go and read too right i mean i've gone out myself and just gone read at the library or coffee shops i've gone to parks you know i i've uh, sat in different places in my home and just read just finding you know diff different places a lot of natural light i, I personally love natural light totally. um, and just finding ways to kind of absorb that energy around me too while i'm reading um these days right now i'm definitely you know i used to read uh, a lot of the business books books, right? Uh, business books, you know, anything that I could get my hands on articles um, that I, that I found interesting. But these days right now, you know, I'm really trying to focus my reading on things that I want to learn about uh, more than just the business. Because I mean, I've read a lot of business books over the last 20 years. And, and a lot of them are saying a lot of the same things. Um, but you know, one thing that me and you talked about was really applying all the things that we're reading from all the different websites we are going on. If applicable. Absolutely. I think you wouldn't read something if you didn't find it applicable to you. Um, well, so, you'd be surprised. <laughs> well, I wouldn't read anything that I didn't find applicable That's to me. That's great. Um, you know, I, I, I really choose what information goes in my mind carefully, uh, even by the authors that are writing these articles as well, right? Or books um, when I'm reading them, right? Because they are going to influence you in your thoughts. They're going to influence yeah. you in your, in your mindset. So, you know, just finding those books that make sense and then uh, going ahead and reading them. Uh, if, you know, I don't like time limits, but, you know, you do want to, I believe, at least read one full page uh, before you move on. I know we, we talked about the really uh, simple things you can do. and uh, Reading is one of them, right? And in is. a way to relax. Um, and it can open up your mind and really show you different ways of problem solving things that, you know, that are in the back of your mind that come out by reading potentially a fiction book or a, a business book, right? Or a business article or a fiction article, you know, when let your mind rest and then it will think of the solutions. Yeah. I think there's a couple of things there. One is this issue of stimuli. So like what goes into your mind and that can inspire different ideas and different thoughts, not to connect it all back to like work or whatever it is that you're you know, whatever goals you have that you're trying to achieve, but taking inspiration from different industries, for example, like you said, reading about hobbies or even just reading about flowers. Oh, I don't know anything about flowers. And maybe learning something about that will allow you to bring that into your writing or bring that into your business in some interesting way. So I really like that. And another thing that brought to mind was just an article that I'd read once and it suggested that like, it's one thing to work and then rest and work and then to rest. It's kind of good to have that sort of rhythm. But if you're sort of still trying to keep focused on the work, then find something productive that's not exactly related to your work to do while, while you're resting. And then like reading books just happens to be a great thing to do for that. You can still keep your mind engaged, but because you're sitting down to just focus on the words on the page, it's very meditative and cathartic as well. Absolutely. And, you know, as you're chatting here, David, you you made me think of something um, that my cousin told me a long time ago about my dad. Uh, he said, you know, your dad necessarily doesn't know everything about one th topic. He knows a broad spectrum about a lot of different topics, right? And you kind of made me think yeah. about that because, again, I think that's where I get now my reading habit from as well. My dad uh, listens to or reads a lot of different th topics, you know, that he may not necessarily be interested in, but he knows that he can then take that little bits of information and have a conversation with somebody even if it's just for a few moments and sound like sound like he knows something about that topic and, and just engage with other people. 
Well, yeah, I think that's a great practice for like daily conversation because you want to be able to relate to people from where they are. And then I've, I don't know, I've experienced so many times where, you know, you're just sitting at a bar with some friends and they start going about hockey and I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to talk about hockey, but okay, I'll bite, you know? And, <laughs> you know, if I know enough or a little bit about what's happening in like Calgary, it, it's enough to carry on a conversation. So that's, Absolutely. A, that's a great point. I'll move right into clarity here, but feel free to chime in there, Maveen. No, go ahead first. Cool. So I think I'm not even going to go long on this particular point. Basically, if you get a good amount of rest, you'll think more clearly. And if you are the kind of person that's hustling and grinding in your career or in your business or in your job, you know, at some point you'll begin to get diminishing results from yourself you know, not just your work, but like now your, your brain is foggy and you're not able to express things in the way that you would like to be able to. And communication is so hugely important in life and business and everything that if you're not adequately rested, you're not, things aren't going to come across the way you want them to. And clarity is also this issue of you will give when you rest, you'll give yourself more time to reflect and course correct. And when we don't stop to think about what we've done, what was good about it, what was bad about it, what worked and what didn't really, we're just plowing through life with the same methodology. We're basically applying a hammer to everything, even if it's not a nail. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Actually, that's really neat. Yeah. So, uh, I, I would not recommend doing that. You know, people are not a nail and, you know, your business is probably not a nail. The hammer has a specific purpose. It's for a nail. <laughs> so it's, it's really about using the right tools in the right situation. And that's, that's the point to working smartly, which is something people don't really do. You know, Seth Godin actually said, what's the smallest footprint you can get away with? It's a really interesting thought, you know, if you're in, if you're in business or freelancing or whatever it is you're doing in, in your creativity, do you have to have a Facebook account and a Tumblr account and a Pinterest account and an Instagram and Pinterest, you know, on and on, Snapchat, on and on and on. Or, you know, he suggested what's the smallest footprint that you can get away with and still get people interested in what you're doing. And I think that's a great starting point for all of us too, but also an important consideration because if you're focused, it allows you to be more effective in that. So I, I think I like thinking clearly. I like having clarity in life about what's working and what's not. I like having clarity about the path ahead. And you can't do that without reflection, which is kind of ironic. I think you, you nailed it. Um, the, the clarity on a path ahead. Uh, you know, if you know where you're headed, um, then, you know, we talked about earlier, maybe getting up 15 minutes earlier and meditating on the direction you want to go in, making sure, you know, even if it's, you know, it's not the same, necessarily the same way as closing your eyes, sitting cross-legged. It's not necessarily what I mean by meditating. Right. I also do mean sitting in a, maybe a room by yourself with a pen and paper and, or, uh, because I know that's a really lost art these days, but it, with a real pen and paper, so you can actually write it down physically and start talking, you know, to yourself. I know that kind of sounds odd, but really talking to yourself and saying, you know, what direction do I want to go? What did I do yesterday that allows me to go in that direction? You know, what one thing could I have changed that maybe could have taken me in a better direction what one thing could i maybe stopped right and just reflecting on some of those answers to see and get those clear answers for yourself to see am i really doing the right things you know you you hit it on the nose too i think so many people these days are on so many different uh social media platforms yeah and you know uh, with you know with the instagram instant uh you know one day that they can see your pictures now and on snapchat and i believe twitter is also coming out with that as well yeah. you know now are you going to be posting on all three platforms the exact same picture and the exact same in the moment well it's not really in the moment now is it anymore so you lose that focus and that clarity of what that uh, organic you know thoughts that you're trying to send out to people now they become oh i gotta put it on this platform i gotta put it on that platform i gotta show it to people on my twitter and and eventually you know you, you lose track of exactly what you're trying to accomplish without knowing that right so 
using those few moments each day to really sit with yourself or, you know, with somebody else and, and brainstorm, right? I know me and you've done that yeah. and, uh, on, on coffees and we say, you know, this is kind of where we're headed and we just try to get a clear idea of what's the right direction. Maybe are we thinking right? What did we miss out? Uh, uh, you know, because uh, I have read different articles, you've read different articles and you're able to pull out different um you know, just uh, information that helps me and myself that helps you, right? So using that information to help each other in the direction that we know that person's headed in makes a huge difference, right? And it's easier to help, you know, use your thinking with two people's uh, mindset versus one person's mindset that may not be clear because you're always doing those things that you've always done the same way. So you're not really allowing yourself to think differently. And by the way, I had my Instagram account hacked the other day. Oh, nice. Yeah. I managed to kind of, you know, recoup the account before it went to total crap and it gave me a bunch of followers. But that's just because, you know, the picture they put in was was provocative, shall we say. Well, they, that does sell. That's yeah, it. <laughs> it does sell. So, you know, I'm, everything's fine for now. Anyway, I've managed to lock that account. But the point being that if you have too many social accounts and you get unfocused and you're not paying attention to one of them, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, on the other hand, if you just had a Twitter account, you'd be on top of it all the time because you, that's the only thing you'd be looking at. And you go, Oh, you would know the moment somebody hacked it as opposed to like, coming to it later and finding out oh my gosh i can't believe this somebody hacked my account what what do i do <laughs> you know, in that moment you panic so that's another point to clarity as well absolutely i think uh when we wrote this out we i know we spent time writing these two our points out separately but when we start talking about them these points they kind of really start together. coming together and they start flowing uh david yeah well so one of the things i wrote down mm. uh, after clarity or part of clarity is uh taking a bath I know it's something that not everybody likes to do because everybody uh, wants to take a shower, get in and out. But sometimes taking the time just to sit down and relax in a nice warm bath or, or whatnot in a hot tub. I do that. I actually combine it with reading. Right, exactly. I combine it with uh, just listening to music sometimes, right? Mm. So just having that music on in the background, just closing my eyes for a few minutes, listen to some nice, you know, I typically listen to classical music while I'm in the bath. Kind of sounds odd, but, you know, for me, it really helps calm me down. It helps open up different channels of my creativity mm. versus listening to just hip-hop music while I'm in the in the bath. It doesn't really necessarily help me relax as much as I really want to. So I find just different ways to, uh, in taking a bath, right? So um, not long, you know, maybe 15 minutes or so, or even a hot tub, you know, I'd love to sit in a hot tub longer, uh, or even a sauna. I know it's not exactly like a bath, but it is, I guess, a, a certain type of bath yeah. in a hot sauna, right? So um, just doing stuff like that will help you not only relax, but also give you that time to think and reflect on what you're doing in the moment, as well as what you need to do next, potentially. Yeah, just keep a notepad handy because you never know when those crazy ideas might hit. You're just sitting in the tub. Yeah, try not to get uh, your notepad wet or, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I've also, I've done this where I've taken my phone with me and I'll try not to drop my phone in there. Nice thing these days, you know, a lot of the phones are waterproof, so you can definitely take and type those things out on your phone too. But I do like the idea of being able to write them. If you can remember it for uh, after you're out of the tub, absolutely write it at that point, you know, really use that time to reflect on on what you're what you need to get done not only with your your work but also with your family life too right because all that is interconnected on making sure all that is balanced yeah and here's a little hack like i think you could probably use a dry erase marker to draw on the tiles if you needed to and then it would easily erase as well it would that's a, that's an interesting idea i never even thought of that yeah so that's if if you need urgent idea taking you know <laughs> if you need to do that then dry erase markers could probably work pretty well too could I use the fog in my uh, bathroom windows and just write on the fog too? Yeah, you probably could, okay. but then that'll that'll disappear, dissipate before, much easier than your dry erase marker. <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> so, and I think another topic with, with rest is energy. You know, I think there's a few different things that give us energy, but there's this cycle in life of, you know, day, night, day, night, day, night. And, you know, you can live by whatever cycle you feel is right for you or whatever cycle works for you. There's no rules saying that you can't, you know, get up at 3 a.m. and then go to bed at 3 p.m. You absolutely can. But I, I like to take advantage advantage of the natural daylight if possible. So 
I like to kind of create a cycle that that works around the the your normal cycle of day night mechanics. <laughs> mechanics. It sounds like a video game, but <laughs> <laughs> we should pitch that to Xbox. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> When when you have the proper energy, you know, you'll work more effectively. You'll be able to do the tasks you want to do. You'll be able to absorb the things that you read. You'll be able to enjoy that bath maybe just a little bit more if you're if you're rested. I I think this issue of energy is is really important in in this age where you know there's there's the pharmaceutical drugs, there's adrenal fatigue or like. Uh, you know, chronic fatigue. There's various uh, inner, there are various things that are affecting our energy, whether it's just like these Wi-Fi and radio signals or, you know, media, even when, if you watch TV for a long time, does it give you energy or does it like begin to suck that energy out of you or just staring at a blue screen all day? <laughs> you know, those are the kind of things that can begin to weigh on your energy. And I think when you have, when you're feeling good, you, you'll naturally enjoy yourself more and then you'll just find more enjoyment in life. And, and if it's not about that, then what is it about? And that's why the 15 hour days are ridiculous because where's the enjoyment in that? What's it for? Again, if you have a clear goal in mind and you're sacrificing a short, short period of time, I'm totally with you and I'll, I'll be the first to cheer you on. But if, if you don't have an end goal in mind, it's not worth it. You know, we need to get enjoyment out of life too, or else what, what is it about? I think, you know, you said it well, uh, David, the, the goal that you have for your, for your big picture should energize you as well. Right. True. Um, a lot of times people are just kind of going through the motions. Now I know for a lot of our listeners that are listening to us, they probably do have goals, big goals that they're going for and they're looking to attain and just looking for that additional, you know, um, push to get into where they want to be to that next level right and having that moment of rest um and you know like you said if you're sitting down watching tv for three to six hours or maybe even eight hours a day how can you get the energy to go out and do the things that you need to do because really you're just sitting on the couch and giving your energy to the tv and the tv is really just giving you that same energy back right and now you're just watching all these different shows you know once in a while absolutely sit down watch a game you know watch a tv show that you enjoy yeah you know if you're doing it every day like the the common north american you know spending six to eight hours a day on the TV, on the computer, you know, not working, but actually watching TV or YouTube videos um, and not really using it to learn something from it, but learn just using it for entertainment purposes. You know, you are using that energy and putting it in places that it may not be most effective. Yeah. And I think partly this idea of staying in motion. So when you're in motion, it's easier to remain in motion. But when you stop, especially for longer than like 30 minutes, maybe an hour, you, I guess you'd have to just check for yourself and experiment and see. But I find, you know, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna lay down and watch this thing on Netflix for half an hour. And then it gets much harder to get back up. So if you want to be in motion, stay in motion, you know, keep your mind engaged. Right. I know we were talking right before we started recording this, we we're talking about uh, binge watching, yeah. uh, you know, and, and that does take a lot of energy as well, because it's all mental energy that you're expelling, right? Because you're watching this drama that you're really being brought into, right? And you be, almost become a part of that drama that you're watching on TV, at least, right? Um, and then you really want to watch another one and another one. And, you know, you're lowering your metabolism by sitting on that couch as well, right? And now your body's not using as much energy as mm. well, right? So that can also make you fat. So just a little bit different way of thinking about how your body's using that energy if it's not actually in motion. Yeah, exactly. So that ties in really nicely with, with the point on energy. What other things can we do to rest? You know, I, I, just to kind of hit on some of the stuff you were talking about energy, uh, there are energy drinks out there as well. Just wanted yep. to kind of mention that. I'm not going to say any one of them are good or bad. But, but there, are there are good and bad ones. Good and bad drinks out there. Uh, one of the things that I actually heard about heard was uh, we we're talking about, you know, taking a bath, right? So after you take that bath, you know, it's hot, it's warm. It does actually take away a lot of energy as well because it does help you relax. And one of the ways to right. increase that energy right away after is uh, jump 
in a cold shower right away and you will feel that cold water energy instantaneously, right? And you will actually feel energized from it and then ready to move and ready to go as well once you've had that rest period. And the other thing I was just thinking about as you were you were chatting here, mm. uh, David, is using crystals as energy, right? Now, I know a lot of people think that's kind of that raw, raw stuff out there with the, the quartz crystals, but a lot of the crystals, because they are from the ground, is using that energy from the ground um, to help lift you up and give you that push and and uh, mental stability that sometimes we all need, right? Because um, a lot of people wear watches these days. Uh, even in the watches, there are quartz crystals that have energy, right? So even if a lot of people aren't into the crystals and whatnot, you're actually, if you wear a watch, already kind of are into it without even knowing about it. Well, I think there's something to that. Like my my mom and my stepdad, they were traveling with my uncle and they along the way they'd found those energetic bracelets. So they wore them and... Uh, you know, I think they all kind of felt better for wearing them. And my mom even said, you know, uh, her, she's, I mean, <laughs> uh, fluids, right? Bodily fluids started coming out of her nose and, and, and clarity within her sinus. So those are the kinds of things that can certainly happen when you use high energy, I guess, bracelets or wearables. Right on. Well, you know, one of the things that you can also do to relax, you know, kind of uh, while you're wearing this bracelet is, you know, maybe go for a walk, right? Yeah. I think a lot of times people think that resting is about sitting still and and just kind of not really doing a lot to a lot of people that's resting. But even going for a walk, I know it is a little bit of a physical exertion that you got to put on your body and yourself. But going for a walk, even around the block, around your neighborhood, um, you know, finding a dog park if you have, you know, if you have any pets. And just going for that walk can really bring you out into nature. And nature is a great way to help you relax. Uh, myself, I enjoy hiking. Me and you, I know we've gone to a, a place uh, right actually really close to our house. It's unbelievable. Surprising. Uh, Big Hill Springs, right? And it it looks like it's outside of Calgary. It looks like you're in the mountains. But really, you're in, in the wilderness. There's a nice little creek that runs through. And, you know, just kind of going in there really was able to uh, give me the energy that I needed to kind of help really help me relax my mind so I can then focus on the things that are important when we got back, uh, you know, to doing something like this as an example, right? So, uh, it, you know, just little simple things like that. And if, again, go for a walk that you enjoy going for, don't put a time limit on it unless you have to be somewhere right away, right? I enjoy walking first thing in the morning or typically towards the end of the evening as well. Instead of sitting on the couch and watching TV, yeah. I like to go for a, a walk. Now, depending on where you are, we're in Canada, so it does uh, sometimes get to minus 30 here That's in winter. That's the problem. So it's not necessarily the, the, the best time to walk when it's minus 30 with the, and you know the wind's blowing pretty hard. But you can definitely, uh, if you have a treadmill, walk on your treadmill as well. You know, just kind of get that body moving and get your body sweating and get all that stuff. You're, you know, detoxing, even just your, not only your mind, but your uh, body as well. Yeah, I really like walking too. And I guess Steve Jobs was big on walking. And I kinda, I'm kind of with him. Like, if you're going to have a meeting, you might have to sit down to do it. But I would prefer the walking meeting because now you're kind of energized in both ways you're walking so your body is you know pumping more blood and now you're thinking better and more clearly so then it becomes a more productive meeting that's true you know have you ever spent uh, time on a phone on the phone with uh, some, maybe doing an important phone call and you find yourself standing versus sitting and then find yourself pacing back and forth you know I, I find myself doing that in my house anytime I'm on the phone with anybody I'm just pacing back and forth in my house I can't sit still because the conversation that we're having really does energize me um, as well so to make me think differently I'm, I'm looking at different things while I'm walking and it's making me see things differently not only, you know, um, visually, but also mentally as well for what the person's saying. It's actually a really great way to get your steps in your day. If that's something you're working towards, I've done this a bunch of times. It's like, I don't know why I just had three phone calls today. And like that got me my 5,000 or 6,000 or 7,000 steps. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. If you just keep walking and pacing back and forth, what can happen? So you get a lot more movement out of, out of your day. I think that ties in nicely with, with my thought on ideas when you're not 
in motion and you're sitting at a desk working all day, I don't think that's where your best ideas come from, staring at like a computer screen. I'm not saying that some ideas won't come to you that way, but I think more often than not, they come to you when you're away from it, when you're in the shower, when you're out having a walk. So I don't think your best ideas come to you when you're grinding. When you're properly rested, on the other hand, you're probably more open to having great ideas. Part of that too, I think, is like regularly stretching your thinking in your mind, like actually exercising your mind power. And if you don't do that, then you won't have good ideas on a regular basis either. Like James Altucher talks about 10 ideas per day. I did that for quite a while and I found a lot of benefit in that. And I think what it does is it actually make, that makes that your preset. Now your mind is conditioned regularly to come up with ideas. And then you have those sudden realizations like, oh wow, I could do that. So I, I think ideas are awesome. And also you just want to give yourself an opportunity to think away from your desk, period. Uh, I think that your best thinking, unfortunately, is not going to come from sitting in front of your computer. No, you're right. You know, when you're staring at your computer, you have a, a one focus, one track mind, unless you're researching, right? And, and then unless you're researching a topic and looking for certain ideas, uh, you know, based on whatever you're researching, right? But if you're looking for clarity on some of the ideas that you're thinking about, you're right, sitting in front of a computer may not be the best, right? I know a lot of times people go for walks or they find different ways to relax and those in those relaxing moments, it, it allows your subconscious mind to really think about stuff that you're not really focusing on and those ideas just pop into your head right i mean i do my best thinking it's funny in the shower i, I just yeah, literally will stand exactly. there let the water flow on me and it just those ideas in the same way just seem to flow on top of myself so i'll think of these different things and and start i'll write them down when i'm done and apply those as well afterwards well, sometimes with like blog posts, I'll get stuck and I'll just, just go up and go to the bathroom and then the next sentence will come to me just like that. So I think that's a, that's a testament to this idea. What other things are, are good for relaxation? You know, one of the things I found, uh, David, for myself too, is right. I'm not a, a a big guy that believes in making things hard. You know, I, I really like simplicity. And, you know, when I'm in need of relaxing, sometimes I just make myself a nice cup of tea. Right. I know it, it sounds like it's, uh, you know, kind of odd to make tea or a coffee, whatever you find relaxing. Well, that's kind of what I'm trying to say. It's like a ritual. It is absolutely right. You know, meditation, it's all part of the same type of relaxation, right? I make myself a nice tea uh, and then I'll sit down with myself and just kind of, I might put a, a notepad and a pen with me and just kind of have my tea and just let my thoughts flow and just see what comes out of it sometimes, right? And sometimes I don't want to write stuff down. I'm not doing it to think about anything in particular you know it is just really truly sitting and enjoying the scent of the tea the taste of the tea and just that moment right and just being caught up in that moment and not really allowing myself to focus on other things right because i find when i'm having that cup of tea not only am i getting the benefits from the 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 nutrients that's in those teas but i'm also allowing myself to just you know do nothing you know and sometimes doing nothing is their best relaxation yeah, well, it's a form of awareness, I think, and presence, being present in the moment. When you have awareness of where you are and who you are and what you're doing, I think there there is a lot of rest and peace in that. It's when we project ourselves into our future that there's so much unrest. I think so. You're right. You know, you, you said it. It's it's always thinking about what's next, what's next, what's next, right? And that's where that hustle comes in because... Yeah. When you're hustling, all you're doing and thinking about is what's next, right? And there are times that are uh, important to hustle that 15, 16, 20-hour days, right? I mean, if we didn't have doctors here that put in the 16, 18-hour days sometimes and they called it quits after eight hours, we'd have a lot of people that wouldn't make it mm. on, the, on the surgery table, right? So right. we do need people who put in that time to hustle. But then even with that said, you know, the doctors do take a break from that yep. after they put in those days, right? Um, so that's important as well, right? And, you know, there's a reason they call it a coffee break at work, you know, it is to mentally detach yourself from the work that you're doing spend a few moments with with some people that you work with or colleagues or even if you're working at home as an entrepreneur or you know even if you're a blogger and you're on your computer all the time it is important to step away into a different um 
area of your home or in your, of your office and just really just allow different things to happen, different conversations in the background. You know, sometimes I'm not a huge fan of uh, office uh, politics or, you know, coffee. Uh, or is it, uh, what is it called? The uh, water cooler conversations. I'm not a big yeah, fan of those no. kind of things. But in those conversations as well, you can still learn a lot from people all the time, right? So I'm getting better at that. You know, I'm not working anymore, so it's really tough for me to get better at it. But, um, you know, instead I'm, I'm focusing on building a brand and building a product, a product line, right? Instead. But with that moment that I'm working and sitting and having a tea, it really allows me to think of ways to focus on to the future if I need to. Yeah. I've been watching a little bit of Star Trek TNG lately. Really the best Star Trek. Right on. Right on. <laughs> and there's an episode in, in, in season one where Captain Picard is trying to learn this language and he's really stressing about it and he's trying to figure it out. And of course, you know, Counselor Troy is there and she said, it'd be really good for you to go and, and take some time and go to the holodeck and just like recuperate. <laughs> <laughs> and like when, when she, you're half beta, betazoid and your mind's being read, of course, you're going to agree with a statement like that. But sometimes, <laughs> you know, it takes that outside stimulus for us to go, oh, right. Yeah. I think, you know, stepping away for a while will be really good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. And I had that a little bit with when I was away with Okotoks too. I just kind of step away from the usual life and live a slightly different life for a while. And that was really great for me. Awesome. I think, you know, tying that all in, a few things that I've already mentioned, I, I think it, it's totally connected, which is productivity. So the productivity is something we could definitely do like an entire podcast on maybe even a series of podcasts on because there's so much to say, but like we have to define what productivity is. Is it just getting like a ton of stuff done? I, I don't like to mistake quantity for quality because you couldn't do a lot in your day. You can check off a ton of items, but was that productivity? Was that focusing on the right things? Was that doing the right things? How much big picture thinking did you actually get done? How much game planning in your life did you actually get done? Or did you just write a blog post, schedule a blog post, post to social media, and, and you just kind of went from one thing to the next without thinking about the value of each of those activities? Because trust me, there is a scale. It's invisible. We can't see it. But there is a scale of importance. And some things are much less important than other things. And I also think there's really no point in pushing yourself unless you know what it's for. I already mentioned that, so I'm not going to talk more about that. For sure. Uh, you know, to be productive too, David, one of the things I just wrote down quickly as I know to myself was to have a list, right? You know, mm. I'm, I'm a very list-oriented person. I know a lot of the people out there are list-oriented people. Uh, there's people out there that don't believe in having a list. And, you know, either way is fine. Whatever works best for you to be able to accomplish what you need to accomplish on a daily basis, you know, especially if you're going towards some sort of goals that you've yes. set out for yourself. You know, doing the things on your list that will not only give you the best results, results, but also, you know, make you the most productive, you know, because, you know, if you were to look at a list of all the things that you have on your piece of paper, there's probably stuff on there that really don't need to be done. And there's probably stuff on there that you could probably take off the list, maybe delegate oh, yeah. to somebody else. So you can be more productive in your, you know, eight hour or 10 hour or 12 hour day, right? Um, there, there's so many things that are fighting for our time and our uh, mind realistically, right? So, you know, if you're reading and uh, what we're talking about, or earlier reading and listen, looking at different social medias as well, right? Find the right time, schedule those things as well to look at it and interact with your, you know, the people that you want to interact with on uh, social media as well, right? Because if you're not, then you're not, if you're looking at your phone or your computer every 15 minutes to see if someone's commented on your picture that you put up on Instagram, as an example, you know, you're not really being productive unless that was something that was part of your campaign, right? So if it's just, uh, you know, you have to make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. And you're, I think, you know, uh, finding ways to, um, yeah, well, I think I like the idea of like working backwards. So like starting with the end goal in mind and then figuring out what tasks you could do like on a daily basis to actually work towards that goal. Because if you can't come up with like concrete action steps to get there, it's like not a goal. It's just some, you know, fluffy in the air sort of idea that you haven't really fleshed out yet. If you don't have an action plan, then there's no point in having that goal. And I actually had this conversation with some 
somebody else I met at a show home. I met you at a show home. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, and I told her about this idea of like working backwards with your goals. And she said, huh, I had never thought about that. So obviously it's something that maybe not a lot of people have heard of. Yes. So starting with the end goal in mind. So whatever it is that you're looking to accomplish. And then, you know, you see yourself in, the, in that future time when you've accomplished that goal. And then starting now, what's something you could do today? What's something you could do tomorrow? What's something you could do the day after every single day towards the accomplishment of that goal? And that's that will be working backwards. I think that's a, an excellent way to develop that game plan as well, right? You find that steps it's going to take, you know, f- you have your end goal and what steps it's going to take you to get to the end goal. That's right. And you list them all backwards and you start at the last one that you listed as your first point of place to start and you start doing all those now in order of working backwards but really now you're working forward from your end goal right and adjusting as you need as you need to um and making those goals come to reality yeah was there any other points that you wanted to mention there yeah absolutely so there's one last point on here that i had you know rest um I think one of the best ways to uh, rest, you know, for myself sometimes is is just meeting up with friends. You know, um, sometimes instead of just focusing all your time and effort right into your business, there are ways that you can still meet up with your friends and still network and still find ways to, you know, build on whatever you're doing. But finding just a way to relax, maybe going having that beer or going and watching a band that you've never heard of play, right? Uh, is really just getting out in your community and just looking for ways to interact with other people right and it's not always about work 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 right you do have to have that balance and you know I've given up a lot of things unfortunately in my life I've I've taken a lot of things for granted I haven't um, gone to things that were always the most important to me uh, because I felt that you know work was the most important and I've missed out on a lot of things and you know I'm sorry for that I've definitely you know regret those some of those decisions but I lived I've learned and I've I've said to myself no more right so now I look at what's important to me first and sometimes hanging out with your friends is important right me and you will like I said we'll go talk we'll have a coffee uh, we'll go do those things we'll go out and uh, hit up, go to nature as well right we've done those things we've gone to Banff as well you know um, and, and we've yeah. just kind of done those little things that require us not to just always focus on building a brand or building a business it's also hey you know how can we be friends outside of this brand and business as well right yeah. because there are two aspects of that right so I think hanging out with friends friends or meeting friends, even for a coffee or a drink, if you do have drinks here and there, is not a bad thing, right? As long as, you know, you understand why you're doing it and how it's going to help you relax so you can then focus on what's necessarily down the road. I will also say, like, for a musician's life, generally there is that period of just woodshedding. You, If you don't do that, you don't become a master of your instrument, whether that's your voice or some other instrument you're playing, like a guitar or drums. So I think some sacrifice is, is needed there, Maveen. And, and maybe, you know, it sometimes it is hard to look back on those things and and recognize that, okay, I missed that wedding and I didn't go to that funeral. <laughs> like you start to feel kind of bad for it. But at the same time, like depending on what your goals are, sometimes that's a necessary sacrifice. But if you can do both, I would say that's probably the better way. And I agree that like finding time outside of business or outside of recording a podcast to hang out and get together is invaluable and it's needed. So on that point, I, I have to agree, but just a little bit of pushback on that idea that you, you know, you, you can't be unbalanced. I think you can. You know, it depends. It you know, and that's definitely something we can hit on another topic. I think yeah. talking about unbalance, I think, is a great uh, topic to talk about versus balance and unbalance because I do think you can be unbalanced for a short period of time. Yes, exactly. But I think over a longer period of time, uh, being unbalanced, I think, not only creates problems. Um, you know, in your in your relationships potentially, but also health problems that can occur too. Although you are headed towards this wonderful goal and dream of yours, but what's good is it if you, you know, you and your wife split up, or your girlfriend and you break up, or uh, you get some sort of disease because you've put all this stress on your body, and now all the the fruits of your labor are not being able to be enjoyed in the future because you've made yourself sick, right? So, I mean, definitely, I'd love to talk a little bit about that too. Yeah, 
I don't think we've hammered that that particular point home. So absolutely, <laughs> I'll leave that. So there's you know there's our thoughts on rest. Episode seven's been all about how you are using rest in your life if you're getting the proper rest, and if you're thinking about rest, whether or not it's actually part of your awareness, part of your consciousness, and if it's not, then hopefully we've given you some ideas to think about how to incorporate rest in the right way and finding a balance and finding a equilibrium that's right for you so this has been using your power we're thankful that you've been listening and we hope to connect with you again soon so you can find us online at using your thanks again thank you